I want to take a moment to recognize one of our sponsors, Producers Wealth. If you're interested to set up your infinite banking policy correctly and have access to a coach that will help you use your infinite banking strategy to grow your business and your investment portfolio and having your capital work in more than one place simultaneously and protect your capital from market downturns, taxes, predators, and creditors, you can watch a presentation of exactly how you can do this at yourownbankingsystem.com. That's yourownbankingsystem.com. The world is going through changes. Changes happening at a speed that we have never seen before. This is leading to disruption, chaos, panic, fear, hysteria, and a turbulent economy and marketplace. How do you protect your wealth in a turbulent world? How do you invest for cash flow in alternative assets to escape the rat race in times of uncertainty? How do you decentralize yourself, your family, your community, your business, and your investments to become sovereign and escape the matrix? If you are looking for strategies, tactics, and techniques to escape the rat race and matrix, you are in the right place. My name is MC Lobsher, and this is Cashflow Ninja. This is Cashflow Ninja. I'm MC Lobsher. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Cashflow Ninja and spending your most valuable resource, your time once again with me. Everything Cashflow Ninja is at CashflowNinja.com. That's CashflowNinja.com. As you are aware by now, I launched the Cashflow Nirvana Mastermind this year. The Cashflow Nirvana Mastermind is for business owners and investors that's looking to protect and build wealth during turbulent times. And if you think times are turbulent now, you have no idea what is coming in the next couple of months. So the Cashflow Nirvana Mastermind was built for business owners and investors that want to protect and build wealth during these crazy times uh, that's coming. Um, and business owners and investors that want to position themselves, their families, their communities, their businesses, and their investments on the right side of the greatest wealth transfer in human history. Um, you can join Cashflow Nirvana at CashflowNirvana.com. That's CashflowNirvana.com. I've made a monthly payment option available for um, community members that's interested to sign up for the Cashflow Nirvana Mastermind. I've got a fantastic show for you today. I'm joined by my friend Dave Walcott from Pantheon Investments. Dave just published his new book, The Holistic Wealth Strategy. It's available on Amazon. Dave, welcome to the show. Hey, MC. Super grateful to be here to connect with you and uh, all the audience. I always uh, appreciate our time together and really enjoy our conversation. So our Cashflow Ninja listeners are in for a treat listening in on this one. Uh, you always just bring, uh, provide so much value. Um, and I always learn from you. Now, for folks that are not familiar with you and what you do, could you please share a little bit about your background and journey with them? Yeah, absolutely, MC. Um, I think a lot of people can kind of, you know, relate in some ways uh, to this story, but I grew up in a middle-class family uh, in Connecticut, and I was told that the recipe for success was go to school, get good grades, get a good job, right? And then 
life would just work out right and that was the path so so i really followed down that path um i had the opportunity to do the rotc program um at my school at george washington university in dc uh and then go into the marine corps after that and um i'll tell you mc i just had such an amazing time in the marine corps right um i was combat tested uh you know you learn a lot of skills that they just don't teach really anywhere else in the world things such as leadership teamwork and integrity right so after i transitioned out of the marine corps i got into corporate america and i got so frustrated with just you know corporate uh you know just losing this sense of mission and purpose that i had in the marines that just wasn't really in the corporate world right and everyone was just trying to get ahead and they would step on you know everyone's back just to move ahead right and so i became you know frustrated with that and then at the same time uh, my family and i started uh you know building a family and we had an 18 month old and i know you have little ones so um you know folks out there we're, we're going to give you a good example here uh of parenting but we had an 18 month old toddler running around and then we literally on october 24th 2000 uh we actually had triplets you know and it was I, I tell you it was completely crazy to this day it still is it's like something you read about you know in the news so folks out there if you got one kid just imagine you know trying to raise three at the same time plus a toddler but what what really had me going there mc was that we quadrupled the size of our family and you know the first thing that i wanted to do is figure out how am i going to provide you know that financial security for my family right because we just moved the goalposts way down the field right and so um i had a i had a lot of fear about how i was going to figure out to provide financial security um so i went to talk to my financial advisor was the first thing i did um and he just told me what every other advisor says out there right which is you know the market's going to go up it's going to go down invest for the long haul you know you'll make seven percent and that's a great return and then he said for the kids you know you can put money in 529 plans right and these are good plans you know to save for your kids so so at that point um the entrepreneur in me really wanted to solve the problem of how can i create legacy wealth to be able to provide for financial security for my family, as well as create the opportunity and the vision uh, of life that I wanted to do. So that just set me on this journey for the next 20 years to start investing in all kinds of alternative assets, um, to uh, uh, start a business as well, right? Um, as cash flow quadrant, right? Kiyosaki's to move to the B side uh, of the quadrant. So I eventually uh, created a tech consulting business um, and also a tech uh, product uh, business along the way. And so fast forward to today, and I've really taken those 20 years of all of those experiences uh, that have really in, uh, refined our investment thesis, um, as well as created this overall holistic wealth strategy uh, that's really instantiated uh, in my latest book. One of the things that you had mentioned was um, the framework that Robert K. Saki has shared, the, the cash flow quadrant. Now, a lot of our listeners have probably read his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. 
uh, you know, it's the best selling what personal finance book of all time. So the chances are pretty good that they've read it. If you haven't, definitely read it. Uh, but not as well known as that cash flow quadrant. And this is what I really appreciate about the coaches and mentors that I've had. They've, they're all huge on frameworks um, because frameworks you can apply in, in your own life. So the cash flow quadrant has the employee and the self-employed on the one side of the quadrant. And on the other side, it has the business owner and the investor. And it gives you a roadmap of how to go from, and most people kind of follow this journey from employed to self-employed and then makes the, the leap across to the other side to business owner and then investor. I want to stick to the B and the I quickly because, and this is one thing that I definitely want to make sure that, that I cover with for our audience, is that you are a very, very successful entrepreneur and business owner. Uh, just you've done amazing things uh, there um, and had an exit in one of the, uh, the your businesses. Um, and um, it, it's just been fantastic to, to, to just see, see the, 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 that, you know, in the time that we've known each other. Um, and then there's also the I, which is investor. Now, it's almost like there's a different skill set, right, that you need to become a business owner and uh, manage a business and run a business and be successful as an entrepreneur and business owner and as an investor, right? So, but, but these are two things that you started with the one, you you learned everything that you could about the, you know, mastering business, and then it, you went into the investing side. Talk to me a little bit about those differences between those two and on your journey, how you um, how you skill stack eventually, uh, cap skill and capability stacking, as I call it. Yeah, sure. So, so good point. And I think I'll, you know, even back up a little bit, right? And, you know, I had the opportunity to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know, Cashflow Quadrant, right? And keep in mind, this is in 2000. I mean, the books, I think they were just released in 98, 99, right? Yeah. Uh, there weren't great podcasts like this. There weren't tons of resources, you know, about all of this stuff. So I was really trying to figure out, you know, what is the path forward here? There, there, was, there was a great concept, Right. The cash flow quadrant provided, you know, the guidance to be able to say, hey, if you want to be in the most tax efficient quadrant, you need to be a business owner. Uh, you need to be an investor. Right. And you're going to pay the least amount of taxes and position yourself uh, for the best growth. But like, OK, now it's a really hard bridge to get there. Right. If I start a business, what's that business going to be in? Uh, if I become an investor, what am I going to invest in? Right. Outside of the stock market. Right. Which is 95 percent of what people really see. Um, so there was really um, a huge growth period of learning um, to be able to you know, try those different things. And I think the key for people is really, you know, is taking action. Right. Is learning about the different possibilities that are out there for you um, and then taking some action so you can see, you know, what actually aligns uh, to you. Right. As an investor. Uh, so in our mastermind group, we're talking about right now investor DNA, for instance. Right. So, uh, you know, some people might be, you know, we were just talking about it, right, uh, more detail oriented or, or high fact finders. Right. So they might enjoy the process of options trading or trading on the market. Right. They need that data and things like that. Um, I learned that I'm a people person. 
right? And um, I like to invest in people, right? And a lot of these uh, alternative assets that we get into or real estate, for instance, uh, it's a people business, right? I mean, yes, we have a, a hard asset, but you're really investing in the team to be able to execute a business plan. So a lot of this, I would say, is all about learning about yourself, right? And, and really understanding where your key strengths are so that you can double down on these strengths and then continue to, you know, really maximize them. I mean, that, that was a huge thing. Um, and I'll expand upon something, you know, I know you talk about, right, which is your financial, your, your, your net worth equals, you know, your financial capital, financial IQ plus your relationship IQ, right? So we can even take that further here and say what I've found to be true is that wealth, because I define wealth as a very holistic sense, right? It includes your health, um, includes, you know, your key relationships of why you're doing everything. It's not just the numbers in your balance sheet, but overall wealth. So what does wealth really mean? Well, wealth equals your financial IQ plus your mindset IQ plus your physical capital, plus your relationship capital. And when you put all of those together, MC, it's amazing what can happen. It, it really is. And you talk about top entrepreneurs out there today, like Elon Musk, right? Is, you know, I mean, such a leader in the space as an entrepreneur, right? I mean, think about the mindset that he has to be able to, you know, accomplish some of these visions that he's putting together. Right. I mean, it's just massive. And what is the difference between him and someone maybe you went to high school with who's in the same town, in the same job, with the same circle of friends? Yeah. It's all these aspects, right? I want to take a moment to share the most exciting project I've ever worked on and a project that will be my primary focus in the weeks, months, and years ahead. I've launched the Cashflow Nirvana Mastermind. The Cashflow Nirvana Mastermind is the inner circle of the Cashflow Ninja ecosystem. In our exclusive mastermind, business owners and investors have access to all the strategies, tactics, tools, and community to build and protect wealth in turbulent times and crisis. Join a community of resilient business owners and investors that are building a parallel economy and the future during times of chaos. As a member of the Cashflow Nirvana Mastermind, you will receive a monthly newsletter and video newsletter with intel business owners and investors need to know, bonus reports, bi-weekly Zoom calls, and a bonus monthly happy hour Zoom call to network within the community access to a community social platform to interact with community members. The Cashflow Ninja Rolodex that includes all of our preferred vendors and partners. A parallel economy and members Rolodex. The goal there is for members to do business with each other. Deal flow of our community. Get access to the best deals available from our preferred operators and members as they become available. Educational content that includes how to create a strategy right now and how to create a business right now. You can join the Cashflow Nirvana Mastermind. Go to CashflowNinja.com forward slash Nirvana. That's CashflowNinja.com forward slash Nirvana.
And to, just to add to Elon's mind, mindset, Elon Musk and people like him is that, you know, and I see this so, so many times where people are, when they step outside of their comfort zone, there's a lot of fear. Oh, I don't know how to do this. And I don't know anything about that. And I always just refer to look at what what uh, Elon Musk is doing. He doesn't know. He, he, he's trying to go to Mars. He doesn't know how to do that. But he believes in his ability to figure it out and problem solve that eventually will help him to achieve that. So it's a great thing for business owners to ad- adopt that mindset that I don't necessarily have all the answers now, but there's a thinking process of how I can figure this out. And I just need to believe in my ability to figure it out. And it's the same thing with investors. We're in a time period right now where there's so much uncertainty. There's so much turbulence. There's so much uh, noise in the marketplace. And so people are saying, well, what do I do right now? It's like, listen, believe in your ability to figure things out as the environment, as, as you're starting to analyze your environment. And again, there's, 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 there's frameworks of that there's thinking processes and so forth. So I just wanted to hit on that too, because it's just so important to hit on that mindset. And the other thing that I also say will share is, you know, th- th- this is why I think we, we've known each other now five, six years, like <laughs> around about there. Um, and that's why um, we we have that shared value of what we believe that that what wealth is, and it consists out of all these different forms and and, and shapes of of capital. Where most people are just so focused on the financial outcome, and it's like, listen, if you invest in all of these other different types of capital, it eventually that would the outcome will be that, but that shouldn't be the primary focus, right? Right. So so the basis of this MC is really understanding that you are your greatest asset. Yep. Okay. I, every time I invest in my health, you know, my mindset, um, it, it learning, right, all of these things, I'm getting at least a 10 to 100x multiplier on the things that I do. So when you understand that you are your greatest asset, you can start to develop this capability. Right. And I think people should understand that some of your biggest fears that you actually have in life can actually be the raw material for your biggest successes and biggest opportunities that you can seize. Right. But it's really taking that leap of faith and having courage in yourself to understand that this can become a capability. So when you set these new goals, you may you may have no idea how you're going to get there. But if you believe in yourself as the capability, this is how you level up to the next level. I'm very excited about the book because you actually bring this philosophy to the pages in the holistic wealth strategy, a framework for building legacy wealth and unlimited freedom to live an extraordinary life. It's fantastic. It's available on Amazon. What made you uh, write the book um, and what was the process like in read, uh, writing the book? Well, it was quite a journey, MC, for sure. But but really what I wanted to do is just take all of this, right? Well, wealth building is a process, right? People also need to understand that it's a process, right? You know, we're so used to, you know, hey, someone is a celebrity or they won the lottery and they got this massive amount of wealth, right? But 
realistically, those people actually lose their wealth typically a year or two after that happens, right? So we want to understand that just like going to the gym, if you say that, you know, I want to be able to bench press 50 pounds more, you know, next year, or I want to run a marathon, you need to put all of the pieces in place to do that. And it's taken me lots of lots of mistakes, um, had some successes along the way. And uh, and also the way I think is I'm a very systematic thinker. Right. So on my Colby score, I'm very high follow through. So for me, everything is a system. I want to put it into one, two, three. So you read these books like Kiyosaki or something and you say, that's a great concept. But how can I make that real? So what I wanted to do with the holistic wealth strategy is really make an actionable blueprint for people who can also achieve this type of success, right? So this is really, um, you know, my my form of being able to help other people, you know, have this roadmap, right? So that they can achieve uh, success much faster than I did. I love that because if you have a system, as you just talked about, that can be, and a system uh, produces predictable outcomes and that could be duplicated and replicated by other people following the exact same formula in the system. Right, and think about this for a second, MC, right? If we all take a step back from all the reactionary noise that's out there, think about the psychology of money and wealth, and what does it really mean to you, right? And when you can start to understand what it really means to you, um, this is why they say, you know, whatever the statistic is, 95% of people, I mean, no one is making money buying, you know, buying low, selling high, right? I mean, no no one can really do that. And the reason is because of the emotions involved in investing, right? It's very emotional game. But when you have a system around your wealth, what you're doing is you're creating parameters that can manage your highs, manage the lows, and provide this systematic output over time. And when you can put all of these different pieces into place, what it does is it really exponentially snowballs uh, your output. Yeah. And in the book, you shared uh, five phases of wealth building in, in, in building uh, wealth through the system. Can you share that with uh, my my viewers and listeners? Hundred percent. So, I mean, the first thing is that this all starts with creating a vision statement for yourself, right? So, you know, folks in in our community right now, we're working, you know, really hard on creating a vision statement, um, understanding some of your biggest opportunities. Uh, tackling some of your biggest fears that you might have in life right now and really getting clarity on what that vision looks like for you, right? Because, you know, it's the old quote, right? If if you don't have a target, you're going to miss every time. So it's very key to to set the stage uh, with that vision. And then once you do that, we move into phase one, which is really all about you, right? It's It's really the mindset. So you know, what people, what relationships do you have in your life? You know, you are a product of the five people that you spend your time with. So are those people your, you know, represent your future self or your past self, right? You want to align to your future self. Are you creating goals that are taking you closer to your vision or are those goals taking you away? 
Um, you know, and, and again, so you've understood your why you're now really investing in yourself and you just have this growth mindset of always learning. I, I never want to be the smartest person in the room. I'm always trying to surround myself with, um, you know, with like-minded people who are, you know, causing me to learn. And that's really, you know, the excitement of all of this, you know, you can never learn, you know, you can never know enough. Um, so, so really starting, uh, there is really key on phase one. Yep. And, um, what would then when you, when you've got phase one set up, then you're, you're going into phase two and you're building, um, the three foundational IQs, which we, I think we've, we've touched on, right? Yeah, for sure. We talked about that before. And also just even think about on the mindset piece, right? You know, I, I know your audience is super knowledgeable, right? But but how many times have all of us, we, we go home to, let's say, a, a family holiday like Thanksgiving, and we're telling someone about this great real estate deal that we invested into or this, you know, syndication or something. And the response is typically, well, that sounds very risky or my financial planner doesn't think it's a good idea. Right. And it's because those folks don't have the growth mindset, but you have the growth mindset. Right. You have that ability to learn something new and then make an objective you know, decision for yourself. Right. Once you've actually understood the data. So as we have that and then we evolve into phase two, which, again, is increasing your financial IQ, increasing your mindset IQ. Uh, your relationship capital, uh, as well as your physical capital. So looking at health, you know, and, uh, you know, I really couldn't, you know, at all underestimate, right, the power of health. I mean, think about it. Um, LeBron James spends over a million and a half every year on his health, right? And how many people out there are spending more than $25,000 a year on their health? I would venture to say not many. Yeah. But if you are your biggest asset, you know, it really behooves you to start proactively investing in your health because that's going to take you closer to your vision, you know, supporting your goals. You're going to have the energy uh, for the relationships that are important in your life and the goals that you're trying to achieve. Um, so, you know, I've always made, you know, health like a big priority for me. And by the way, I'm fascinated that, you know, this is one of my favorite things I get to do with my wife, like on the weekends between, you know, reading books and podcasts around health and always learning, you know, new ideas. And I'm constantly blown away by, you know, new protocols that we can implement. Uh, one of them right now that we we're doing is just, it's unbelievable. It's like the fountain of youth. So we're doing this protocol that re revolves around uh, magnetism. So it's a PEMF mat using a PEMF mat uh, to, to basically uh, ground yourself. And then you move into oxygen training, uh, either with a machine or with breath work. And then you go into red light therapy, uh, which really stimulates the recovery, rejuvenation of your mitochondria and everything. And um, I, I mean, it's like, who would have even heard of that? Right. But I, I can't even tell you guys how powerful, like check into it. Um, I feel like 10 years younger uh, starting to go through some of this stuff. So it's really powerful. And I'll also give everyone a little bit of a tip on kind of how I approach like these different dimensions. Right. Is that every 90 days. I'm constantly learning through 
meeting different people, getting exposed to new ideas, listening to podcasts, reading, right? All of these different things. And then I pick the top three in each area that I want to try to implement. And then I try, I implement those for the next 90 days and then they actually turn into habits. So if I can take three things, let's say in the health area, every 90 days, by the end of the year, I've literally implemented 12 new habits that could be, you know, maybe given me another five years in my lifespan or increased my health span by another five years, right? So it's just, again, creating this kind of systematic way uh, to actually drive results. I want to take a moment to recognize one of our sponsors. My friend Dave Zook says, you can be conventional or you can be wealthy. Pick one. At The Real Asset Investor, Dave and his team bring their investors high-yield investment opportunities across several asset classes for cash flow, tax impact, and equity growth. He and his team are one of the top five ATM operators in the country, and they have an investment opportunity available to accredited investors right now in the ATM space. To learn more about their ATM funds that produce tax-free cash flow, visit therealassetinvestor.com. And you're leveraging the, the laws of the universe, right? That's the compound effect that Darren already talks about. You're starting to compound these habits, right? And there's another book called The Atomic Habits, where you're just starting to stack all these habits on top, on top of each other. And at the end of the year, as you, as you mentioned, now there's 12, 12 new ones. And it's now just part of what you're doing. Um, it's it's been integrated into into your life, so it is that simple. I mean, we overcomplicate things so much. Um, we uh, collectively, the human species, strange creatures, us, right? Yes, <laughs> but it is. Uh, we we tend to have uh, complex systems and try to add more complexity on top of complexity and on top of complexity, and then when things fall apart, we're like, well, how? Why did that happen? It's really there's well you, you you really bring up a great point MC right so so if you think and you understand the way the human mind works right I mean we were animals and we are our brain is 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 built to sense danger right so this is why all of these reactionary things or if you're you know consuming the wrong media you're going to be in a state of fear but when you can be in a peak state, and then start to control your mind and then build this capability of what you're trying to do. Uh, it's amazing what can actually happen, but you literally need to rewire your brain, right? And that involves creating a lot of these, you know, positive habits that we've talked about. You know, what's interesting, I'll share this too, that knowing that I built in a morning routine or process where it takes me from scarcity to uh, abundance because in a lot of the circles that I operate in, everybody talks about abundance and they're like, this is great. And this is wonderful. And I'm like, that's all cool. I get that. But when you wake up first thing in the morning, because we are wired a certain way, we're wired specifically that way. If we weren't wired this way, we wouldn't be alive. The cyber, <laughs> cyber two tiger or, or what animal was waiting for us outside of the cave would have gotten us. So you 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 um, naturally wake up and you try to uh, your defenses are up and this this is just 
you know, how I have kind of approached our wiring. And then through a process and a framework, it can take you from that, recognizing the dangers and threats, you know, and, and then obviously then looking at the opportunities and then capitalizing on them. You know, we use that framework from, from Dan Sullivan and strategic coach. You, that was huge for me, just helping me move from one state to another state every morning. So, um, very, very, very powerful stuff. It's, it's very important to understand yourself and how you're wired, right? To, to kind of set yourself up for success. Otherwise, you're like, well, how do I get from here to there? You, you, have, to, you have to have a plan to do that every single day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about the phase three, which is now creating a wealth infrastructure. Yeah, exactly. So um, here, you know, once you've got the right mindset, right, um, you've also you know, learn about different opportunities that could be available. Um, one of the key things you want to do, again, we're, we're always focused on yield, right? And everyone says that one's 8%, that one's 11%. It must be better. Well, how about focusing on the top three biggest wealth destroyers, which are taxes, stocks over uh, a period of time, stock market losses, uh, and also government-sponsored qualified plans, right? So if you have exposure to some of these areas, start to put together a proactive infrastructure that can start to mitigate some of these big wealth destroyers. So, and part of that involves creating a proactive tax strategy. Um, and I think I've shared with folks and, and in the book as well, I mean, you know, I've got a lot of war wounds from this. You know, I've fired five CPA firms over the years. I kept paying more and more in taxes. I never knew what my tax liability was, uh, but I knew that there was, you know, an opportunity to reduce taxes. I was running a business and I was still paying a lot in taxes, right? So what was the gap? Uh, but there's a very small subset of actual um, you know, CPAs that can understand a proactive tax strategy and creating the right structure for you in your scenario to really optimize that. So that's a key one. Uh, we also talk about, you know, liquidity planning is such a key piece of this whole thing, right? And I think the liquidity piece really solves a lot of the scarcity and the financial security that we're all looking for, right? Which is why I'm such a fan of the infinite banking strategy, which I know you are as well. Uh, but this really solves that liquidity piece there, uh, like I said, and also the financial security. So a great place uh, to actually have um, an infrastructure to be able to set that up as part of your strategy. Um, and then we're also doing some uh, additional things around advanced planning. Uh, asset protection. Um, it's it's crazy to me how many people just have not invested anything in a proper asset protection plan. And just because you have a trust out there or you have a will out there, um, you know, I, I think of this in terms of like layers, right? So, so yes, you could do one thing and maybe it gives you one layer of protection, but you know, based upon your risk tolerance, maybe your exposure, your net worth, all of these different types of things, what level of asset protection are you comfortable with? You know, and, and for me, I, I want a maximum layer uh, of, of protection, right? So, I, you know, I have some, you know, some of the most advanced strategies around asset protection. So that's another really key component uh, for people to, you know, set up as part of their infrastructure. 
Very important stuff there, because I think right now, and we've had this conversation too, that the worst thing that you can do in the environment that we're in right now is to defer taxes to a future date and not have a solid tax strategy in place, right? It's one of the worst things because pick your country, pick your government, pick your uh, national or federal governments, pick your state or provincial, pick your local one, pick your city or your town, they're all bankrupt, all of them. And good stuff. Yeah, I mean, and, and MC, I mean, we, we just got to, you know, it's been two weeks now since the SVB collapse and fiasco, mm-hmm. right? So if you're concerned about, you know, liquidity and we, you know, we've, we, we've, we've talked about this for years, right? Is the insolvency of banks. And we saw that in 2008 as well. So, you know, again, you know, this is a completely contrary approach to what, you know, financial advising firms are talking to you about, right? They believe that, you know, safety is, you know, that, the the portfolio of a 60 40 uh, split right with with stocks bonds and mutual funds but the bond market is completely upside down and then they talk about safety by things like you know money market funds cds you know bank accounts well there's still even risk in that right and with inflation you know you're really going backwards uh from that standpoint the average 60 40 um uh basically portfolio is down around 20% just last year. And it's not going to be any prettier uh, moving forward because as you mentioned, you know, the the theory was, oh, well, you know, when stocks are up, bonds are usually just simmering. And when the stocks come down, bonds are, you know, bonds are the way to go. What's the saying? You know, buy bonds, wear diamonds at one stage is what traders used to say on Wall Street, right? Uh, what happens if both of them come down? What happens if the equity markets collapse uh, Collapse because it's so tied to an overly leveraged debt market, which is exactly what's playing out? Oh, that'll be a black swan. No, it's not. It's never been a black swan. It's actually on the cards because we're part of a debt-based monetary system, right? Um, so that's huge. And then the other thing that you just said is what's so important. One of the biggest risks as an investor right now is counterparty risk counterparty risk and i think a lot of folks that is the one big lesson that i wrote down from 2008 and 2009 because there were people that had their money in lehman brothers and bear stearns trading against the market that what they were right (laughs) they should have made a fortune with shorting the market but they lost everything because of the counterparty risk of the institution where their capital was residing in so very very important stuff and i mean there's like you said the conversations we're having constantly behind the scenes and with people in our network and with people on our wealth team is tax strategy best investment you could do right now in a, in, a, in like in this environment right asset protection estate planning because those all of those um, estate planning exemptions, they're changing and very, very soon. And if you don't have a plan for that, you're going to you're going to uh, pay, a, pay a lot of taxes. And then obviously, um, yeah, I mean, uh, counterparty risk is massive where your capital actually resides. I want to recognize one of our sponsors, Penumbra Solutions. Live settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, 
but also diversify their capital from any economic, market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments, Penumbra Solutions, at CashflowNinja.com forward slash life settlements. That's CashflowNinja.com forward slash life settlements. Which then leads to phase four, taking action, asset repositioning. What can you share on that, Dave? Yeah, so in this phase, you know, if people have gotten this far, they say, that's great. I've, you know, I've learned a lot. Uh, this really makes sense. I'm starting to build a team. I'm creating that infrastructure and everything. Uh, but they might not necessarily have liquidity to be able to invest in a new opportunity or actually fund maybe an infant bank infinite banking policy. Uh, so what we like to do is actually look at their current portfolio, you know, and over 90% of Americans really have their, their capital tied up in two places. And that is in government sponsored qualified plans like IRAs and 401ks, um, where the government is telling you when you can access your money, how much money you can take out, Right. So you have absolutely no control over it. Um, and the other place is in trapped equity and your primary residence. So and even at today's interest rates, right, it's six percent, uh, whatever it is. Right. I mean, if you can get a 20 percent return in a safe, you know, asymmetric uh, based asset like, you know, let's say multifamily or something uh, where you're making 20 percent, um, that's a heck of an arbitrage. Right. And then you add additional interest, mortgage interest deduction on top of that. So you're getting a, a little bit of a kick there. And then you could use the cash flow from your property to support the debt service. Right. So it's all about like being, you know, much more efficient uh, with the current portfolio that you do have. And MC, I mean, this was. This was really enlightening to me. So about 10 years ago, you know, I was so bullish on, you know, investing in some of these alternative assets that have uh, tax efficiency, predictable passive income, and also some kind of forced appreciation on the upside. So I said, look, I've got, you know, I've been putting some money away in my 401k and, you know, I thought it was doing okay. But according to my thesis, I think I can do a lot better. Right. So what I did was I built out a model of if I exited my 401k and put that capital into some deals, you know, how would I do versus the 401k? And I can share with you some like simple examples to make this real with people is that if you have a let's say you take 100k from your 401k, you pay the 10% penalty, which we're not supposed to pay. We don't want to pay a penalty, but let's say you pay the penalty now. And then let's say you're in a 35% tax bracket. So your 100K now is 55K net investable, right? And then we take that and we put it into a multifamily syndication. You know, you, you, you pick your syndication, right, that you want to invest in. Um, and then we're going to assume that you're making an average annual return of 20% um, and you're not paying taxes on that, right, because we're leveraging bonus depreciation against that. So this is the really fascinating thing. If you, if you kept that 100K in your 401K, 
at the end of 20 years, the value of the 401k net of taxes, not even inflation or fees, but net of taxes is 250,000 would be where you are. Now, if you have it in the other scenario into the alternative syndications at the end of 20 years, you'd be over 2 million, right? So even if you think that's a little bit aggressive, you know, we, we built uh, for folks, if anyone uh, wants to check it out, we actually built a 401k exit calculator. So people can do some of their own modeling here uh, and check this out. But it's a great way you can make your own assumptions in terms of your risk, what you think you can do. Um, but the biggest, you know, insight I can share with people is that you've got to look at the long term impact of your capital. Right. And the biggest, you know, area where financial planners are leaving their clients short is they're failing to talk about taxes when you try to take your money out. You just keep seeing that statement every month that says, oh, I'm going up in value. I'm going up in value. It's growing. It's growing. But man, you, when you go to take that money out, it's going to be taxed at ordinary income tax rates. Um, and you're going to be, you know, let's say you're at 65. If you try to create a new strategy, then, um, you know, it's going to be challenging. Yeah. Deferring the taxes, uh, like we've uh, touched on, is the worst thing you can do right now from a wealth strategy, just because of the environment that that we're living in. Um, and then it's phase five, building massive passive income. Yeah, so this is the fun one, right? It's 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 all about identifying opportunities, like you said, that kind of really track to your investor DNA, uh, that track to your risk profile, um, and that's why you know your podcast is such an awesome one. You have so many people. I mean, so many different ideas of cash flow ninjas coming in. You know, talking about everything from you know you know uh, land land to you know businesses to flipping real estate to you know syndications. I mean. You you name it, uh, you know, so many different opportunities. But what we want to do again is you want to start to, you know, create this buy box or really strike zone of the opportunities that you're looking for, right? So we've talked in the past about like our oil and gas fund, right? And that's a great opportunity for high income earners who are W-2. We just got back to tax return and it was uh, about over 90%. Uh, tax deductible in year one, right? So if you're getting, you know, most of your income from, you know, W-2, okay, this needs to be part of your strategy, right? 100%. Uh, there might be other people that are looking for, you know, um, more passive income, right? Because they're actually want to live that financial freedom path and they want to create more freedom of time, uh, you know, in their own world. So how do you do that? You know, you're creating multiple streams of income and you're leaning heavier um, on a higher percentage. We also have other people who, you know, they have a decent time horizon and they're focused on growth opportunities. So we're just launching this new opportunity MC, which is a merchant cash advance uh, business. Um, and it's amazing. So basically, it's kind of like small business lending where we can uh, lend uh, to other uh, small businesses that need capital right away. Um, and they may not necessarily get the capital from banks, 
So we can lend it to them right away. And then it's almost like factoring, right? And then we're able to receive uh, an interest rate on a short-term uh, short-term basis um, and then drive some very high double-digit returns. So, you know, that's a great opportunity for people to, you know, create liquidity, create velocity within their portfolio. But, but the key is here, you know, again, you know, part of this strategy, guys, is to just think about what makes sense for you and where you are on your journey, uh, where you are in terms of your vision, right? Because if you didn't have that vision, then everything is just, you, you know, it's that shiny object syndrome. Hey, I'm going to invest in this, you know, syndication. I'm going to go invest in that, right? And before you know it, you know, you've lost some opportunity costs because you're kind of spread thin. You're managing all these different types of assets that don't then aren't necessarily cohesive, you know, towards your goal. Yeah, that is I mean, I cannot overstate the importance of that, too. It's you know, I was just reflecting as you're saying that vision and writing all that stuff down. I still remember I wrote stuff down about my targets in 2011. I wrote down what my life looks like in 2016. And it's kind of just crazy when you, I still have all that saved up because I'm like, I wrote that down. And then, you know, by 2016, you'd review some of the stuff and you're like, wow, that's what I wrote back back then. And it's like over exceeded kind of that vision, but you stayed aligned with it because you, you have a North Star of where you want to go. So, um, this has been fantastic. Dave, where can, um, where can people, Number one, grab the book. I know it's on Amazon, but maybe you could share more about that. Where can they follow you? Where can they learn more about you? And also, where can they uh, get in touch and, and learn more about the things that you're up to? You're building incredible things at Pantheon Investments. There's a, you've got a family office mastermind, uh, which, which is uh, fantastic too. So uh, just share a little bit more about where folks can, um, yeah, uh, uh, reach all of these touch points that you have. Yeah, appreciate that, MC, um, and would really encourage people to uh, check out the book. Obviously, Amazon or any book retailer, uh, it's called The Holistic Wealth Strategy. Um, and just to let everyone know, we are taking all of the profits uh, from the book sales and supporting the fund.org, uh, which is um, basically um, an opportunity to help those um, our veterans Right. That are, uh, you know, critically wounded in the country. So it's just such a, a good cause uh, to be able to support that. So um, just know that your, you know, your, your your book purchase is going towards that. So um, that's the holistic wealth strategy. Um, and then we also uh, for folks that are really kind of interested in this further, uh, we've created a bunch of assets uh, for the book, right? So we have the 401k, uh, tax calculator, um, as, as one of the tools. But if you go to our website at pantheoninvest.com forward slash wealth hyphen strategy, uh, you can get all of those, uh, bonus materials from the book. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming again on the show and just providing so much value for all of my listeners and viewers. Always have a blast, uh, during our conversations, my friend. It's always a pleasure. Really grateful, MC. Thanks. And thank you to uh, you, the listener and the viewer, for spending your most valuable resource, your time once again with me on the Cashflow Ninja, all of our past episodes and everything. Cashflow Ninja is at CashflowNinja.com. That's CashflowNinja.com. Until next time, live infinite. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered 
does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.